everyone, and welcome to another episode, another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. We are here with my friends, JD and David. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Still thinking about all uh, John David's uh, preview ride of Cosmic Rewind and uh, still just trying to plot my way down to Central Florida to experience for myself. Uh, I know, David, you are you feel a lot of the same way there. You're just sort of feel a little FOMO going on, a little FOMO action. Yes. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm missing out. For sure. I've got to, I, I, I want to do Guardians. I want to do, I want to get to Universal. I, I still want to ride Hagrid's and Velocicoaster. I just, man, I don't like that feeling of there's all these things that I haven't experienced yet. <laughs> John David, do you get to go back and do it again? Like, or did you burn your one time? Is that, how's that work? To ride the ride? Yeah. yeah. No, after with the annual pass, you get one per annual pass. And then after that, it's nothing. So grateful for the one, but no more. No more freebies. <laughs> but May 27th, it's open to the general public, and you can get in the virtual queue and ride it ride it again, I guess. I was going to say, I just really hope it has a uh, high capacity. I, that, I, that's something I haven't heard anybody talk about. I, like I how have. How many people? Okay. I, actually, that's interesting you say that. I was, I was listening to some, I forget, I want to credit them, but I forget what I was listening to. And they actually did some back-of-the-envelope calculations on how many people mm-hmm. got on given the time of the ride. And they actually said it's it's up there, especially for a coaster with high capacity. Like they get people on and off fast. Um, they said it was comparable in their just back of the envelope, not official, um, to the Pirates Pirates of the Caribbean, which is, you know, famously oh. a very efficient ride. That is, oh, that is well, great. two, two uh, components to that. One I talked about on our last podcast about how you've got two tracks, which is big, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And then two, like Pirates, you when you um, when you get off the ride, it's in a different room than when you get on. So it's not like your classic, okay, you're waiting for the person to get off so you can sit down. It's they take you to another room, which is similar to Pirates. So I wonder that would be an interesting statistic of the efficiency of letting people get off in a different room than when people are getting on. Yeah, for especially for such a long yeah. ride too. That's really interesting, you know, how they can keep it going like that. But apparently they can move through a lot of people on that ride, which you love to hear. Keeps the line going quicker. Yes. That means we can we can ride it more than once, maybe one yeah. day. <laughs> maybe maybe one day. Is, is there, one day. Well, we talked all about that, took up our entire thing. Was there any other Disney news going on in the world that that you've seen, David or JD, that that we didn't get to that y'all like to to talk about yeah um, there's still the whole reedy creek thing going on i'm a florida resident so i've been watching it a little bit um apparently there are some florida residents who sued uh desantis uh, governor desantis um which i think it actually just got dismissed um but there's definitely some unhappy uh florida residents because because of the whole situation yeah I've yeah. read a little bit more about that myself, and just as more things have come out and lawyers are starting to get involved, um, I, I, I like I want to like I know last time when we talked about this two episodes ago, you know we were all kind of on board. Like I'm not sure this is going to happen, you know, but I feel more confident now than ever that this is not ever going to happen. That the lawyers involved in this, th- there's so much in the provision that that would be hard to undo. Um, I really do think, and I think we talked about this after the election's over, it's just going to be one of those things that kind of goes away and, um, Disney's just sort of riding it out and waiting for it. 
Um, but legally, I don't think that the, the government government of Florida can can ram this through. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Primarily, they will kill um, taxpayers in those two counties. Like it will just be dramatic. And if they, I just can't see that being popular. Anybody wanting to follow through on that? That's kind of been my my read on it post what we talked about originally. Yeah, it it's 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 just been a mess. I did see that uh, the Disney executive Jeff Morrell, who was you know part of the publicity and helped help craft the response to the the whole bill and all those things, and was the one that uh, you know accidentally I guess leaked that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to open on May on Memorial Weekend, like what, when he wasn't supposed to. But he has stepped down from his, and I, we don't know anything about that guy. I mean, what a what a horrible uh, position that would be in this given time, having to navigate through those things. But man, I would be. I think I'm going to move on just to was somewhere it, else. Wasn't well. he only on board for like four months? Wasn't it a really quick yeah, tenure? It was, so it yeah, kind of has quick. the 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 inklings of. Um, one of those, somebody's got a heads, a head's got a role. We got to sacrifice someone and show them that we mean, you know, uh, our messaging was off and we're going to do better in the future. And it might be like a, a little bit of a peace offering to the Florida government. Like, see, we fired, got rid of this guy and now we're moving a different direction. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it seemed like yeah. that quick of a firing or he left. I'm not sure if he, was he fired or did he resign or was it? You know? Well, it just said he stepped, he stepped down. Okay. That's the. That well, what I saw was that he stepped down. Maybe so. like I didn't sign up for this. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going I, I to hope that's what I, I hope he just uh, he just moved on and that he wasn't he wasn't uh, blamed for everything himself. But that's true because this is the why I love Disney podcast and we are optimistic and positive. We want no one to be fired ever. We want everybody <laughs> to be happy and we want everyone to get along, including Governor DeSantis and the Florida Legislature and the Disney executives and all the people that listen to this podcast. We want. Yeah, positivity, great stories, immersive, immersive entertainment, and we want it now. That's all we want. Go, Governor DeSantis and Bob Chapek. Somebody should say we're going to handcuff you together, and you've got to spend the day <laughs> at Disney World. Yeah, I'd pay and you're it. just going to go. Street you you got to go ride, ride <laughs> go ride rides, watch some shows, and work this out. We're going to. <laughs> hey, I say it should be. It's a small world. For several reasons. One, one, because it's such a positive, we're all together, right? Two, it's so dadgum annoying that they wouldn't want to be on that very long, right? Just over and over. Close the ride down except for those two handcuffed in the boat. And it's a small world over and over. And I'm telling you, things will change quickly. Yeah. Guys, did we we'll, just we'll, start we'll something? Should we just start something? Are we going to start a petition for this? Start, so, start the petition. I think, I think that would be fantastic. fantastic. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, song, follow the link down below. Uh, the link to our petition for. <laughs> I'll take it a step further. When this works, and it definitely will, we now have a blueprint to fix all of our nation's issues. We send all the yes. warring politicians to the Magic Kingdom to ride. Um, it's a small world until they figure something out. Yeah, I'm telling you, we'll get we'll get stuff solved. Stuff solved. Once they do it, they can have a Mickey ice cream bar or whatever treat that they want. <laughs> yeah, some Dole Whip. You got it. Do you have them? Anything you want. Yeah, we've solved the world's problems. That's what we've done. That's what I love it. That's what we do here at the Wild of Disney Podcast. We don't just give you entertainment and tell us your takes on the Disney. We we also solve world problems. And now that that's solved, <laughs> is there any other Disney news? Um, 
Let me ask you this. Have the characters made their way back to the park yet? Are we now touching and hugging characters again? Oh, yeah. yeah. Meet and greet oh, are yeah. back. I, I got to see Pluto, Snow White. I saw a lot of people, uh, a, lot of, a lot of great stuff, which is great for the park. Is there any, like, stipulations post-COVID that are different than before, or is it we back to normal? It's pretty normal. I mean, I'm not really sure if there's any any uh, regulations. Yeah, you can definitely hug characters again, and 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 one thing I was uh, glad to see is that they still have a lot of the uh, character where you could just see them and wave. That's one of the things that I because that's what I remember as a kid. That was more about ju- you would see the character and you'd kind of wave and you keep moving. And then this whole new generation of now we got to, I got to stop. I got to get an autograph. Now I got to get a selfie. And uh, so I'm not going to, that's not something I'm going to spend my time in the park doing, but I really do like to see the characters. So I hope they keep some of the random, you know, Donald Duck up on a balcony waving the crowds. That's, that's fun stuff. And also I think it's important too. And we've noted this in other podcasts, but the overall, the more things get back to normal, the more restaurants that are open, the more character meet and greet opportunities there are where people feel it's worth their time to stand in line rather than just stand 10 feet away and wave at them, right? The more parades, the more shows, the more fireworks, the more new attractions that are not broken but open and, and for business means less wait times, means more people can go in the park. It means that the crowds are spread out and dispersed a little more, which I would assume would make that a better experience for everyone. Would you agree with that, J.D.? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about that so much, just about how it's, it, Disney's at a really interesting period where the numbers of people, you know, aren't exactly what they used to be or the days that they are there, the lines for the rides are still very high. And people are saying, well, why are why does it take so long to ride these rides if, you know, it's, you know, the, the attendance isn't as high or it is as high, but the lines weren't this long. And it's because um, they didn't bring back the, the character meet and greets and some shows. So now that they're really implementing these new phases of bringing things back, um, it, it'll be even better for the parks. I'm really excited to be able to go back to the parks and um, try and do more things than I've been able to do. Yeah, I, I think I think so too. I, and again, I, I just love that we're kind of, I, I, I almost it's almost I don't even like saying this anymore, but it, we're getting back to normal again. Um, that's a that's a really good thing, and um, I'm excited. I'm trying to figure out a time to take a trip down there in the near future, but and saving money and doing all the things we can we can do for that. Um, but it, in the meantime, we we've been watching. I mean, I think I've watched more Disney Plus in the last month than I have in probably in the last. Uh, six months. There's been so much great content and so much time me and my family spent on there. Have you guys been watching anything, anything new or on seeing anything on Disney plus or are super excited about any, something that's coming here really soon? Well, I've been watching moon night. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's the big one. And we're going to, I think we're going to talk a lot about, there's so much to talk about that, but before we get there, is there anything else you've seen or has that kind of been what's captured you guys the most? That's been my the main one I've watched. I've actually watched a few of the episodes. I even watched twice because I, I was like, I got to go back and see that again. I'm not sure I caught everything, and so yeah, yeah, rewatched or watched Moonlight, but then also rewatched um, the first Doctor Strange and some of the What If episodes oh, that they were. I did watch Doctor, Doctor Strange again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to really refresh my mind for this for the new Doctor Strange movie because um, people were saying What If 
was going to play a role or there was going to be some scenes that you were going to understand more. Um, so when watch some of those. Yeah. You know, it's interesting us, us as well. Um, my kids have watched the, the what ifs and everything they've been watching. I think I mentioned this before. There's a series called once. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's made in like Spain, I believe, or it's Spanish. And, um, it's about a soccer team. Um, kind of a soccer or a sports academy for kids for it's kind of a teen drama centered around um, uh, a soccer um, program and a school and and a volleyball program and it's really been interesting my kids have been watching that a lot um, and then uh, a lot of uh, let's see of course moon night we've been on that and um, I mean there's another one I feel like they've been watching as well um, I'm blanking on it at the moment They're, they'll hear this and 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 and, and get on to me about that. But, but the, Oh, I think they rewatched Dr. Strange too in, in anticipation for the movie. Um, so yeah, we've been pretty, we've been burning up, um, Disney plus quite a bit, but mainly it's Dr. Strange, right? Um, it's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mainly it's a uh, moon Knight on Disney plus Dr. Strange at the movie theater. And, um, and they, they have, it, I would say venture to say, um, it's of the Marvel, of the Marvel shows, to me, it seems the most um, aggressive in terms of um, new territory and approaches to topics we haven't seen in Marvel content before. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. I thought it was kind of a comp. It fell in between what I think of Marvel, MCU, and uh, Daredevil. Is that am I am I saying the right character? Am yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I, I was making sure I was just saying me thinking one character and saying another. But you know, I mean, Daredevil is intense and it's it is very violent. And this was it was it leaned actually more that way to me. It felt than 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 normal MCU. But then there's at the same time there's a lot of humor at, going on at the same time that. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a little different. It's edgier, a little darker, a little more, a little bit more horror influence than MCU has to me. Without a doubt, I think that's a good comparison. Uh, myself, um, I, I wanted to say, and I almost let off with saying it's the most creative, but it's. I, I think back, it's not. WandaVision was something we've never seen. Loki was something we've never seen. Like every one of these. Are, are not really formulaic in the sense of like maybe the Winter Soldier, um, Falcon Winter Soldier was a little, you know, had the spy. They were all great. Hawkeye was maybe something, maybe a little more predictable, just, but all incredible, right? They're everything they've released so far. All these, these six, these six episode series have been fantastic. And this one, in my opinion, did not disappoint either. I will say this, if I had to do it again, based on what you just said, David, I probably wouldn't let my youngest children watch it. We kind of just all jumped in together and we're so excited about, and then about halfway through, we're like, oh goodness, my wife and I are looking at each other. They're putting their heads over the, you know, heads under the, the blankets and, and spaces. And, and, and then some of the topics that you end up, um, uh, you know, just being involved in are not conversations you think you're going to have with your seven and eight year old, nine year old kids, you know? Um, <laughs> and we did a lot to do a lot of that because some of this is fantasy and some of this is real life. Like people, you know, suffer from these mental health issues and, 
And my kids had questions about what of this is real and what of this is, you know, made up. And, and those are like, okay, um, there's some intense stuff, especially episode five, four and five in particular. Um, so yeah, but right. overall, let me tell you, I thought it was incredible. Again, it doesn't disappoint. I think it's, it's among my favorites of the Marvel series. Uh, John David, I'm curious to see what you think. You're a little younger than John, than, than David and I, you know, kind of what, what did you think and where do you compare and rank? A little, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I love the use. It, it is hard for me to look at through that lens. Um, so that's why I love talking to you guys about what you guys think about Disney. Uh, cause it really is just a different perspective when you have a, a young kid. I mean, I loved it. Um, I really did. I'm interested to see how you guys compare it to the other um, Disney Plus series that they have. Um, to me, it felt the most, um, of, lack of better words, like movie-like, where if they put it all, pieced it all together and put it in the theater, I would go and rate it the highest. Like It just felt like that quality to me. Um, mm. Other key points... I loved the mystery kind of aspect of you don't really know who to trust. You don't know if this Conchu uh, god, this you know moon god, is he a good guy? You know who is he? Um, I love that mystery aspect that we got in some of the other series because I think when you have such intense um, action that's like boom, boom, boom. I like this to my TV to be like, okay, there's something else here than just this fighting. There's there's a, another reason why they're doing all this. Um, uh, incredible acting perform- performances. Uh, I, I mean, w- definitely want to dive more into it, but um, oh, oh, Oscar man. Isaac, I mean, some of the best. I mean, I just remember looking at McKay um, during some of the scenes where he's having to do things and being like, like, wow. Like, I, I believe him. Like, I feel like this is so real and it feels so genuine. Um, that I was just like, we have to like pause and just admire this. Um, Ethan Hawke, I mean, oh my gosh, the most interesting villain I think I've seen in a long time in a movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. McKay really enjoyed it, which again, we all, I like to say, if I've got somebody who doesn't know Marvel as well, she's, she's, I would say she's a Marvel fan, but she's not like a research the comic books kind of know who these characters are and she's saying oh it's wednesday you know tonight we need to watch moon Knight." that's how i know they've done something great um so i would rank it really high um i'm interested to see how you guys rank it uh what do you guys think yeah everything you said i agree david go ahead i definitely i've really i've liked everything i've thought they were all good uh but as far as the series i think this is my favorite of the disney plus marvel wow uh, uh, I think I like it more than Loki. I think I like it more than there. Here's some things as, even as you said that I like about it, uh, but I don't, I'm trying to be spoiler free, but the, the easiest way would be to say that Oscar Isaacs, one of the, he plays more than one character. So we you, you get to see one actor play more than one character and I reacting think- with, the other character that he plays is is just amazing, and uh, that that's so the acting is really really good, and acting's been good in all of them, but I think that's excellent. The other thing that I, I really have liked the the suspense of 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 this it's like it's a little scary, but it's not it's not like uh, slasher 
horror, R-rated, scary. It's not like that. It's not gruesome. It's just literally sometimes you're like those first couple episodes. It's like, is somebody going to jump out? And it, and I don't know. I don't know these like I don't know these Egyptian gods yet. And so there was a lot of suspense. Like, how intense is this going to get? So I like that. I thought it was really good, and um, uh, I like that they could get us to that that intensity without it being overly gory or bloody like daredevil I, I, there was a lot of the story i liked uh, a lot but i mean there were some scenes i literally had to turn away i couldn't watch it was just too graphic you know and i, and I, and I didn't have that in this so yeah. it felt a little bit more comfortable no i, I agree with everything both of you said starting <laughs> starting with the the acting you're like you said i don't think it's really a spoiler at this point to to point out he, he he's got multiple personality disorder right there's there's he's multiple people and if you know any that's a real condition that people have right. or can have and 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 you and what's interesting too is it, it's in the context of god's possessing humans right so not only do you have the dimension of of these egyptian gods taking human um subjects to to kind of give them form and life and hosts i guess it would be so it's almost like a it's a possession but then you have the idea of multiple personalities right so um which is really interesting because um I, i've read there was a period in my life where i was actually very curious about um about mpd in particular and kind of that the things associated with that world and back there's a a, a, a history of in religious context, in some unhealthy ways, of multiple personality disorder being mistaken for some sort of demon possession, right? Um, because it's so a person doesn't know where they're at. They change their accent. They can speak other. They're, they're completely different, and it's something that intense trauma. You know, your brain actually will separate into two personalities, help you deal with trauma. And this is now documented <coughs> through science and. And one of the ways I believe, you know, our creator gave the human mind and made it that incredibly complex as a defense mechanism. And a lot of times it happens to children who are who are just horrifically abused. And in and, and in this case, you know, that kind of plays out also. And and so what's interesting is the context of God's possessing humans and multiple personality disorder and us trying to figure out the difference between the two and how right. this all plays, it makes it incredibly complex. And I just found it incredibly <laughs> interesting. As a matter of fact, I agree with you, David. It might have been one of my favorite. WandaVision and this one are probably one, two, really close. If it wasn't for having to explain things to my kids, I probably would say for sure it's my favorite. And if I was watching it by myself, I probably would have enjoyed it more, too. Um, because I'm, right. I'm sitting there thinking about them the whole time, right? Now, my oldest loved it. I think he would say it's his favorite um, as well. Um, but it's just so interesting, and the acting is so good. It's, it's, it's just fascinating all around. I think one other thing that I liked, and I don't know if this, if every, if this is just me, but sometimes when I'm watching series, um, they can feel like they don't know where they're going. Like they're finding the story as they go. And this felt like it was a movie that was just broken up. Like it felt like, no, this is, this is solidly. I mean, cause I mean, you're, when, when you start watching, I didn't think anything about multiple personality disorder. I'm thinking it's just about possession and how 
maybe somehow he's got a, a lookalike, but may, I just assumed that they looked alike because, um, because of the, this, this Khonshu, this Egyptian God is, I, that's what I thought was the, but then I started realizing, I think there are more characters than we're seeing. I feel like we're there. There's more of him, more personalities than uh, we know. And so, and then, and then we get the back, like in episode four or five, we get the backstory of why he has what trauma he went through as a child to create all this. So it was, it was well-written and the pacing of it was just so good. And then that that fifth ep- el- that fifth uh, episode just comes out in a whole different direction, and you're going what? And so and then and then we get a great ending with a uh, cliffhanger, you know. So it was for the next season. So man, I thought it was all really good. Would you say I, I really enjoyed it? How th- you didn't know anything about Moon Knight coming into no watching. that. I did not. I and I, I specifically for this one decided I'm not going to go back and look and see what you know. John, John David, how how familiar right were in. you with uh, Moon Knight? Not Moon at Knight. all. I mean, not okay. nothing okay. besides I started researching it when I heard that they were doing a series about him. So I, I'm the same. I knew very little other than I knew his cost. I kind of could recognize his face. Right. That's about it. Um, but my kids. We're telling me throughout, well, this happened in the comic books. This happened in the comic. They're, they're telling me, oh, Bushman is the one that killed her dad. Um, you know, and they're, they're naming all these characters and other potential bad guys that could be in there that are connected to Moon Knights in the comics. I'm like, what do you, what? And what was interesting, I think, and I don't know because I haven't researched this as much as them, but it tracks even scene for scene along the comic books very, very closely. So if you knew the comic books, you know that you knew the cliffhanger at the end and kind of the surprise would not have been a surprise to you. You knew that was coming the whole time. Um, and they stayed very true. There's a few little nuance changes um, that has to do with some of And I won't spoil that. That's like the big reveal in, in six. But you get hints of that throughout, you know, kind of that this is coming. And if you want, if you read the comic books, I think you're, you're less surprised. But also, this is really cool if you know the comic book story at all. That's cool. I didn't know that. I, I think I'm glad I didn't know the story because it was so good just watching it for the first time. Yeah. I think yeah. comics are so interesting because, I mean, like, I mean, it's really it's, – it's interesting that people make movies and shows based off stories that have kind of already been written uh, in a way. Uh, and they have, like, this great br- blueprint of, okay, this is how the comics went. Um, but they don't necessarily have to go – uh, exactly how they went. I remember when Civil War came out, I had a buddy who was big in the comics, and he was like, yeah, uh, Captain America is going to die at the end of Civil War. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean he's going to die? And he's like, yeah. In the comic in the comic books, uh, Iron Man kills Captain America, and like they don't resolve it. Like That's just how it ends. And then the movie came out, and of course we know both of them survived. Um, and then they, you know, went on and made more movies. That would have been a horrible. That would have been a horrible <laughs> thing at that point. There would have been, so many, so many fans would have been like, "All right, that's just that's too much." But comic books do that. Comic books do that a lot because they'll kill somebody off, and then they'll they'll just redo a whole new story, and they're back alive again. And you know, it's a different, a whole different genre. Yeah, which is what it's great now about the multiverse because they can say, oh, this is from this multiverse, this is from this universe. You know, they can bring in and do different things with the comics. I know 
they do different series with you know different Thors and things like that, and that's what makes it so great is you can go back and do different versions of things. Um, but that is interesting about comics and how a lot of fans know who's what and what happens. That the average viewer is just like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, like I don't know, whatever. Um, but some research I did do because um, I was so interested about this Moon Knight um, and how cool is it that. This is like the first character. I mean, uh, there's Daredevil, which was a Netflix series, but this is the first Disney Plus series uh, of a main character that nobody really knows about, a character that they haven't made uh, a movie about or, you know, they're not seen in anything else. And we're saying this is our favorite series they've done yet. Um, I think that's really a special thing that Marvel did. Uh, they're able to make us care about a character so much that we're saying we like it more than Loki and WandaVision and, you know, these other great series. Um, but a cool story. I don't know if you guys have read about the director uh, of Moon Knight. He's this guy named Mohammed Diab. Um, he's act- actually authentically Egyptian. He was born in Egypt. Um, he's not a very – a lot of people didn't really know about him, but apparently he went to Marvel with like this huge screen right and said, this is the story I have. I really want to do this. And they loved it so much that they gave him that role. Uh, I thought wow. that wow. was really cool. And I, that's just like – that's like from some journalism posts that um, you guys should definitely read about because um, I think there's a lot more to it that I didn't even read. Um, but just so cool that they gave this guy because it did feel, I mean, nothing about the Egypt scenes or anything that, you know, you talk about gods and deities and different things like that. And it didn't feel like, okay, this is just like, it felt like, okay, this is Egypt. Like this is like a part of that culture. Um, I thought he did a really good job at that. Yeah. And you, and you learn a lot about, that culture thinks that I have never heard before and just how their, their version of afterlife and uh, the, the chaotic uh, that their gods are against each other, that there's all this competition. It kind of reminded me of the Greek gods and the Roman gods. But uh, one other thing that I was, when you mentioned all the, the Egyptian stuff, uh, I thought the, I thought the sets uh, and the outs, everything was very authentic. There's a scene where, um, Ethan Hawke's character, Harrow, has taken the followers and they climb up the side of that pyramid and he strikes his staff on the ground and it opens up. It was like, this is a TV movie and that looks pretty impressive. I mean, that that's not like a, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I saw some, I saw another Disney movie, The Death on the Nile. I just saw a review of that and they, they, they really, talked about how bad the CGI is. I, I, I still want to see the movie. I haven't seen it yet. But they said there are moments where you're like, oh, that doesn't even look real at all. And that was a big budget theater movie. And so this, to be a, to be a, it's the same part of the country that both of those take place in the Middle East. So for this to be so authentic, I never saw anything that I thought looked fake or, or low budget. Everything yeah. looked pretty amazing. I, I completely yeah. agree, uh, and the, the, uh, you, I think you might have alluded to this too. It's a little like Temple of Doom ish, you know what I mean? Right. As far as yes. in terms of violence, a little bit of, and, little, little bit of Indiana Jones thrown little, in there too. <laughs> yes, very much so. And I, yeah, I completely agree. I really love the the Egyptian setting also. And have you guys been getting these vibes in Marvel? We're in what? It's, uh, is it? Where are we in part three? Is it kind of the? Um, is this the third phase we're in right now? Fourth. Fourth, this is phase, fourth phase. Okay. Fourth phase. So we're getting a lot of, you know, you got Thor and the Norse gods. 
you have the Eternals and where they play in, right? You, it, you've got now Egyptian gods, um, and then we're about, we saw in the Thor trailer Zeus, who's you know a, a Greek god, right? It's just really interesting how all this is, all these different things are are taking place. Then you have you know a multiverse theory coming at you from Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. It's happening at the same time too. It's getting much more complex. Now, if you're a geek, I, I absolutely love it. I know we all just eat it up. My kids eat it up. I wonder, and I wonder if you guys think this too with Moon Knight. Does it stand on it? And you said your your wife, uh, John David, liked it. My wife did as well. D- David, did Susan like it? Did She's she not it seen you? it yet. Okay. I had, to, I had to watch this one by myself. So my, my question to you guys is, do you think um, it's getting a little too complex and dark for the average person? to grow from here, and now it's just kind of catered to the Marvel fan, to the comic book fan that they've established? Isn't that interesting? Okay, so that has been – so uh-huh. we'll talk about it more with Doctor Strange. Um, Moon Knight, not as much, uh, but Doctor Strange, I saw a lot of – you talk about like TikTok and social media. There were so many like memes and videos of, of guys being like – my girlfriend asked me if she could – come see Dr. Strange with me. And I told her no, because I'd have to explain 300 plus hours of, of movie. What if, and you know, he just like, you know, it's like this thing is like, I'm not going to do it. Cause then I'm going to have to answer a million questions. Um, I, I, so I didn't think that as much with moon Knight because it was its kind of own thing. Uh, but with Dr. Strange, I was kind of like, okay, this would be really confusing if you hadn't seen some stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I liked, I liked, uh, well, we're going to talk about that another time, but with Doctor Strange, um, I, I just saw a, a, a clip that was talking about how it came together and that they did not know the ending when they started. They're filming the movie and they don't know. And there were alternate versions of what was going to happen. That's That was one thing I didn't feel like with Moon Knight. I felt like it was, and I could be completely wrong. But I felt like, man, they know where they're going, and yeah. it feels solid. And I'm not confused because I'm only confused because they've made it a mystery. Right. I'm not confused because the story's so convoluted that I'm going, what, what? I got to go back and watch what? You know, yeah. I just felt like it stood on its own. No, and I, I, I did. Have, I, I with Doctor Strange, I did go back and watch the first because that was one of the ones that I've seen the least. I liked the first one, but. I just haven't multiple. I've watched it multiple times, maybe a couple of times. So uh, I did, and I felt like if I hadn't watched it again, I would have been going. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, there was a. I think I needed to see Doctor Strange again. I didn't feel like I needed to watch What If again. Um, I think a couple of episodes. I didn't even finish What If, but a couple of episodes of What If prepared me for you know some things. But I did. I, I liked that in that in Moon Knight. I didn't have to do that. I just thought it it was good on its own. That's great, and I think I, I think that's fair and, and totally accurate. I think that Moon Knight Two had a blueprint to follow in the advance. It's it, it, it the comic right. It's introducing into us a new character. It's not continuing an ongoing story and trying to fit it into a bigger story yet, right? So right. I think that helps too. It kind of stands alone a little bit in the MCU, and and again, if it doesn't ever overlap. It's okay, right? And matter right. of fact, I almost there's a part of me that almost hopes it doesn't. Not not that it wouldn't be cool to see Moon Knight fighting, you know, the next big Marvel bad guy alongside of, you know, Thor, but 
but just like it doesn't have to get confusing. We can keep this over here. Comic books do that all the time. Even comic book movies historically have done that, right? And um and right. I, I, and I don't know. I'm Mick. Like I, if they did that, awesome. It'll be fantastic. If they don't do that, I think you've got a nice little world here with Moon Knight that that you can have a cameo here or there, but something that st- kind of stands aside a little bit. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I wonder, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they just keep doing more seasons. Well, that was my next question. Not announced. It's not announced season two. As a matter of fact, I I was told, um, my oldest son did some, re- he told me that they weren't going to make a season two, that actually that episode six was called the series finale. And then it changed to, they changed it to season finale. And then that cliffhanger makes it to where now the actors have, I think people have said they're going to make a season two, but it's not in production and hasn't been cast. There's nobody contractually obligated to it. So there, it's not a foregone conclusion that we get season two. Now I It'll think be, I, can't, I can't believe that it's too good. They'll, I think they'll do a season. I two. hope so. But you this, think about it though. There's no, it's it's not the easiest thing to get all these act, you know get everybody back on board for stuff um, these days, right. and but I gotta say it's got to be successful. Like I don't know numbers, and it's a it's a Disney Plus you know property, so it's not like you can see there's no box office to to measure. But um, but yeah, I think critically, it, has it been pretty well received? Yeah, I mean if you look at the I remember looking at the Rotten Tomato scores for each episode by itself, and it was like high eighties above 90% on Rotten Tomatoes critically, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's, pre- I mean, that's pretty impressive uh, for, again, a Disney Plus series. I, I mean, that's really awesome. Yeah. You know, you said uh, you were talking about was 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 it going to get too complicated. The thing that I'm a little more concerned about, and this is just as a dad, my, my kids are older now, so it's different, but there are a lot of kids that love Marvel. And so it's kind of getting into a territory where, like you said, you're start you're having to say, ah, you can't watch this. And that's a little sad to me. And I feel like if they bring in all these, if it gets too intense, if it goes a little more DC-ish, that it's going to get into that area where you're going to have to not let an elementary age, you know, kid, it's just going to be too intense for some. So I hate that, but that that's the thing I'm most concerned about is how and how how intense is it going to get for that fan base that wants to watch it, but really shouldn't be watching. Sure. Sure. You know, no. And I think too, it's kind of like the Harry Potters. They grow up with the people who start with it. Right. And it kind of, it's done, done that. Um, I do look forward for like Shang Chi came out too. Right. We forget that. Like there are still, I think they're mind mindful of, or have been at least so far. Shang Chi was very, I think, friendly and, and easy right yes and then um i know that it's dc the Sh- the shazam uh, movie sequels coming out and dude that was still in my opinion incredibly underrated superhero movie like um and i mm-hmm. and i'm really excited about the new shazam um and, and, and again I, I i do and the other thing um about this is that we, we get we're getting so many new characters that really i'm unfamiliar with and I'm really just thrilled that they're landing well, right? Because one of the things you would always be scared of is, oh, here's this new character and no one's going to care or no one's going to like it. And, man, they're just really, I think, doing a fantastic job um, introducing us to these new par- characters and making us care about them. 
So right. we're making us want more. Like you're spoiling us, Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, we're going to be demanding great um, CGI and no cheesy stuff anymore. You set the bar too high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. We, we talk about attractions and stuff like that, just expectations with rides. And now it's Disney Plus series. It's like after you ride Rise of Resistance, you know, the next best ride better be pretty good. So the next Disney Plus series better be pretty good or people are going to be hard on it, uh, which is which is a funny thing that we do as as fans and critics that we we always want the best. Uh, but they did a great job with this. And it, I, I I thought I was going to have a hot take by saying Moon Knight's my favorite series, but it seems like you guys agree with me. So <laughs> it, it's up there. I, I still I'm still going to rank yeah. WandaVision one for me. But um, I really want to go back and watch. It's been a while since WandaVision, so I need to go back. Well, it's also canon source material for Do- the Doctor Strange too, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it was it was it was minimal enough that I didn't go back and watch WandaVision, and I I was completely caught up. I remember I remember the way it ended. So there what was it too deep? To right. Me. Well, let so, me but I still you- want to go back. What I got, one thing that I liked about WandaVision was just that every episode was different. Mm-hmm. Like you net, you did the tone, the you know, the parody that they were going with that was different. And then and Moon Knight's not like that. Every, it's it's one course, except they right. does deviate for just a, one other thing that I was going to I want to mention about Moon Knight. One of my favorite moments I laughed out loud was the very end of I guess it was episode four. Yep. Uh, and we get, we get introduced to a, one of the Greek goddesses, not Greek goddesses, Egyptian goddesses, who's in the form of a hippo. Yep. And that was just so bizarre and random. And then the voice that comes out of her is not like, expecting it. Hi. hi. She goes, hi. <laughs> I laughed out loud. And then the other, the other part, if you go back, you should go back and go back and watch his reaction because he's, he's playing Stephen and Mark on screen at the same time. And when they scream, Stephen is like, Ugh! and uh, Mark is like, Ugh! and Stephen's voice is really high. He screams <laughs> like a girl. You need to go back. They don't even, they don't even scream a lot. It's like, wow. I can't believe how good it's like. He's thought through what, how would he scream? How would he panic? And, and even the looks on their faces, are different. Wow. It's it's really amazing. Go back and watch just that one scene and just see how he both of those he's the same guy playing two different characters, how he reacts to that goddess. But it was it was really interesting the fantasy of that, the of her we get we have Khonshu who's a like a skeletal bird. Then we have another goddess that's an all, alligator or crocodile. I'm not sure which she is, but I mean the all the CGI that went into that was pretty amazing. I, you don't feel like you're watching a a, a cheap puppet. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it was big scale. Yeah. Well, that's a real quick before we go. We'll wrap up here. What, give me your favorite thing about the Moon Knight series. What was your favorite thing? Oscar Isaac. <laughs> okay. Okay. The acting. Yeah, I think the acting, the depth of all the characters, the mystery. And that the story is very focused. Like, you know, they know where they're going. Yeah. It doesn't feel random. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and just, love, to add to that, the- just to add to that, just Ethan Hawke. I mean, again, just the whole time. I mean, just from that intro, do you guys remember the intro to his his villain, his character? 
I mean, super interesting the whole time. I'm like, what is his motivation? Um, and again, just Harrow, the acting was just insane to me. I also think the, uh, Oscar Isaac's wife's character. I don't know that actress's name. I've seen it go by several times. I'm not sure how, uh, it's even her last name is pronounced, but I thought she did an excellent job too. And she, at, at the, especially at the very end, we see her doing, going through some of the same things that Oscar Isaac has to play where two characters are going on. She's, you know, got two different accents, two different things happening at the same time. So it was pretty amazing. It's certainly ambitious. I think that's what I like the most about it. It's, it's treading some new ground that we haven't seen, certainly in Marvel, but in very few movies also. Um, even just yeah. dealing with the, the topic, the mental health topic of, you know, I, I don't want everybody, you know, it seems like th this is a huge issue and a topic these days is, is, is mental health. Um, this is like the mental health of mental health, right? Um, like a, somebody's brain is literally broken um, into, into two or three or four pieces and, and to deal with trauma in such an intense and, and, and kind of visceral way. And to see that kind of play out like it does and you get attached to these characters that are the same guy, same actor, but different completely different characters it's we never we've never seen it before and I, it's just masterfully done and i i love that i love i love digging I, into his past and that i want to watch that episode again kind of without without my kids without worrying about like what's happening just so i can kind of be completely completely there one one other thing without i don't want to give to a spoil it, it for somebody but towards the end of the story they do a classic is is somebody dead? Is this did this character die? And I, they could have easily let a personality, any of those personalities, completely die. And I was so glad that they did the good Disney. Oh, you thought this person was gone, but maybe they're not. That that that's a that's always a good feeling when you think you've lost a character that you really like, but then you don't. So yeah. That, Which I'll is a different a dynamic too. too. Again, without spoilers, that's a whole different dynamic of you lost a character, but maybe did you? You yes and no. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just so well. I, th I I I thought it was going to be oh that's the he had to let go. Yep, he had me to too. let go of that to to it, move on. And then it would have made like, sense. Nope, tricked me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyhow, I, we might have confused <laughs> because, a few people out there because we're on yeah, I like the cryptically. I like the character of Steven. Steven's the most likable character. Yeah. So I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see one character sacrificed for another. Sure. Well, I love it. Any other Disney Plus news? I, I don't want to, I could talk about Moon Knight all day, but any other, anything yeah, else out I mean, there? Kenobi comes out in a few weeks and um, there's some other, I think there's actually some other good Disney Plus content coming up. Um, there's another, the, oh, there's the making of Moon Knight is going to be releases actually this week. Uh, what oh, is I today? didn't see that. Great. That's today. Or today. Out. The making Marvel Studios assembled the making of Moon Knight. So there you go. You can run home tonight and get more in depth on Moon Knight. That's fantastic. Um, I'll be I'll be watching that tonight. Big day. Um, actually, the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers available May 20, 20th on Disney Plus. Um, we've got. Have Alice's you guys seen the trailer for that? I have not, but I I. Is it going to be you excited, David? Well, it was the first the first trailer I really saw was bizarre okay. because you know uh, one 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 of them is th is CG 
uh, is computer animated and one's traditionally animated. And then their voices are just Andy Sandberg and John Mulhaney. It doesn't sound like Chip and Dale. It just sounds like Andy <laughs> Sandberg and John Mulhaney. I was like, where are they going? But now I've, I've seen some of the, the whys and the, that first preview was just bizarre to me. I, I, I went, oh, no. But then when I knew, when I read more about what they're doing, I'm, I'm a little excited. It's, it's, it's going to be the, it's going to be a little bit like Roger Rabbit, where okay. there's just all these, all these different styles of animation and, uh, and, 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 and cameos by different Disney characters that are going to pop in and out. So I think that's going to be a, a little, it's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. I, I got, I got, I got more hopes up for it. Good. Now. Well, May 18th, this is interesting. Alice's Wonderland Bakery, season one. We're getting a bakery show on uh, Disney Plus, apparently. Five episodes. My kids, my kids are love those bacon shows. <laughs> is this live action or is this I, animated? I have no idea. I'm I haven't just, seen I'm, that. I feel like it's a season. I feel like it's, I'm going to look this up. Hold on. I, my assumption is it's a, it's a baking show. That's interesting. Let's see. Hold on. I got to find out right now. Alice's Wonderland Bakery. No, I'm sorry. Completely wrong. It's an animated series. Boo. Have me, <laughs> ha I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great for the little kids, but I actually thought it would be a baking show. It threw me off with the title. Okay, get this. Have you? Got, this was. I saw a preview for this today. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's coming to Disney Plus. It's called The Quest. Um, it's yep, from the, yep. it's good. It's good. Have you seen this? It's going to be on Disney plus it's from the creators. Not of the, only, huh? My kids started watching it this morning before school. Oh, it's on there. It's on. <laughs> it's on right now. Yes. No way. What a cool concept. So it's like a parent, it's a reality TV show where they take teenagers and they put them in these, um, hold up. I'm literally reading it about, have you, did you see it? I watched like two minutes of it. Um, they do like challenges. Hold on. Maybe it they says, weren't watching this. Hold on a second. Hold on. There it says the question. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. It says an immersive series in which eight real teens compete to save a fictional kingdom. How interesting. Well, until next time, we should probably leave it there. We got a lot to talk about still. Doctor Strange, we haven't even touched on yet. Um and I'm going to try to keep our, our, our thing going. We appreciate you interacting with us either on the website at whylovedisney.com or um, through our web, through um, Twitter or Instagram. But I'm going to read a review, a five star review we have right now from DisneyFan1414 um, on, <laughs> on uh, this is on coming from the Apple podcast platform. It says, Awesome. Thank you for the five star review. And then it says, loved listening to the guys. Such fun content with great Disney perspective that I love listening to, and I cannot wait to listen again. Thank you very much, DisneyFan1414. We appreciate you and your time and spending it with us. Thank you for the five-star review. And we would like to encourage all of you to write in, review our, our podcast, please five stars, on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Share an episode. Let somebody know that you love it. But let us know why you love Disney. We would love to know. What did you love about Moon Knight? What do you love that you're watching on Disney Plus? Interact with us. Let us know. We can't wait to do this again next time. I think we're going to talk about Doctor Strange next time because there's so much to unpack there. But for now, John, David, David, thank you guys for your time. Always fun hanging out together. Have a great afternoon. See you guys. Enjoyed it. <laughs>